Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, where Nasred talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. Joining me once again is Interdimensional Alex. <sighs> Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Me and Alex, do you remember when we met in space? Yes. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was uh, very near the rim of our solar system yeah. into the next. I was in my yeah. flying saucer, and you do, there's this guy, interdimensional. Yeah, he, you know, I was... It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it, it was a... what. Kurt Vonnegut would call a chronosynclastic infundibulum. That's right. In which I'm just divided all over the yeah. universe. Infinite. Yes. yes. Alex, we are doing yes. something very special today. Mm-hmm. Please let us know what that is. Well, I proposed to Nas that we do uh, an interesting double feature. Uh, this is a celebration of a good actor-director duo. We love those, I think, in life. Yes. I, I love when you get kind of like your De Niro and your Scorsese, your Daniel Day-Lewis and your Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes. This is Lee Marvin and John Borman, the director. So John Borman, let's talk about him for a second. You familiar with the he, John I, Borman I know movie? he did Deliverance. That's definitely probably yeah. to this day his most commercially successful. But other than that. Oh man, how about Excalibur? You ever check that out? In, no. Oh no? No, I haven't. Oh, it's the most adult uh, King Arthur legend movie yet. Who is in it? Uh, dude, you've got... Um, do you know the, uh, uh, he, he's this crazy Welsh actor. He did a lot of stuff in the 70s. Uh, oh, God, Nicole Williamson is his name. He plays Merlin, and he has this way of talking oh. like this. What year was it? Uh, 81. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing, like, it's the poster, but I haven't seen it. gorgeously shot. Um, it's got uh, really, really good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and yeah, just very, very cool, cool moments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, anyway, he also did... Um, these two movies in the 60s. This uh-huh. guy's been working for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both have Lee Marvin. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys, a lot of people know about Lee Marvin, yeah. but I, I feel like, do, do the younger, do people who are now I barely, in their 20s. I, like, I barely, like, I know he was in, wasn't he in Magnificent Seven? No, you're thinking of the Dirty Dozen. You got your numbers mixed up there. He's in the gang of 12, oh, not right. 7. Okay, never mind. Now, funny I barely know the dude. Funny thing about that, that is his most commercially renowned wait, big movie. Wait, I'm trying Lee to think. Marvin. I saw something recent. Wait, wait, yeah, he was in Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I've seen that. Which That's I thought, what... which I thought in Glorious Bastards was going to be like, like just, all about like yeah, just yeah, yeah. just about the bastards and yeah. you know, obviously it's way cooler and way bigger than that. Yeah. But uh yeah, so uh, doing some research, I found that Lee Marvin uh, was uh, a World War II vet. On uh-huh. top of that, a lot of those actors, the older guys in the 60s, probably they served. It's just in like... World War II. Just think about that, man. Like, you and I would have had to go to yeah, that, too. Yeah. And, and we would have just... seen, like, actual violence. Oh, dude, yeah. That's and why those dudes are so hard, you know, like... You look at, so Lee Marvin is just, he's got one of the most amazing faces, I think, that I've ever been on the screen, and I love his voice. Yeah. I, I, I hope I can get even close to that low, rumbling, rich timbre yeah, yeah. that guy has. Um, anyway, the two movies are 1967's Point Blank and 1968's Hell in the Pacific. Wow. That's interesting. Okay, because folks... Leading up to this episode, 
Alex men- Alex proposed this episode last week when we did our knee. amazing Cutie Honey episode. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, yeah, where Alex was enlightened by Cutie Honey. Enlightened and in love. Yes, yes, yes. And you watch Cutie Honey. You try not to fall in love. If you don't, it's impossible. You're, you're a robot. You, ha- you have a cold in yeah. your heart. But anyway, he proposed it, and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it. But I forgot what the movies were, and then oh, so perfect. then yeah. so then leading up to it, I was like, "This is so exciting because I don't even know what these movies are." Right. I just know. I just kind of vaguely knew Lee Marvin had something. Oh no, I knew John Borman. Yeah, John Borman directed. Yeah. And one of the big reasons I want to show these uh, is because of the style of editing, uh, especially Point Blank. No. Should I give just like a two sentence yeah, blurb give, of give what each movie? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Point Blank is a revenge flick, nice. and it's a. It's the classic, we're a band of thieves, but you just fucked me over Uh, at the start of the movie. And I'm going to find your ass and I'm going to get that. But it's that also thing where it's like, okay, once you get it, can you stop? No, you Uh, can't stop. And it's an LA movie. You're going to recognize every shot. And a lot of it's in uh, West Side too. Uh, You'll definitely recognize that. (laughs) Um, So that's pretty. And the editing style of that is really cool. Later on, movies like The Limey. Uh, Oh, right, right, right. uh, absolutely would borrow from it oh, yeah. and just like and and just there's this i'm gonna pardon me when we watch it but i'll totally be going okay no no you know like yeah, a, yeah. a few times i'll be noting like like well, look what happens here because it's the the way it's edited and the way everything just kind of weaves together and what the story is uh-huh. and the soundtrack you'll see uh it's just cool it's yeah. fucking interesting nice and then hell in the pacific uh-huh Another one that they remade a bunch of times, but with different characters and different settings. In, pra- in fact, probably there's a, a version before this. But uh-huh. you have World War II, but, and this is real life. Both of these dudes served in World War II uh-huh. on opposing sides. Uh-huh. Lee Marvin is our American, and Toshiro Mifune oh, really? is our Japanese. Oh, my God. And it's only those two. And they have washed up on an island on opposite sides in the fucking height of the Pacific War part of World War II. Wow. And what happens when these two meet? We'll have to find out. More importantly, what's going to happen to me when I see these movies that sound amazing? (laughs) I might become more macho. Yeah. Because these sound like very macho films. This is a hard dude. By all accounts, Lee Marvin was a fucking brick house of fucking well i am this is i'm excited yeah especially okay should we do point blank first because i feel like point oh, yeah. blank we gotta do them in the order of how oh, they were okay. made i think because 67 68 okay. they're they're, okay. they're they're back-to-back made okay yeah 60 what were the years 67 68 oh wow so wow okay yeah i'm excited man yeah dude me too is there any uh does uh does ned Beatty get assaulted in any of these <laughs> No, this would be before Ned would get uh, assaulted. Okay. This actually, yeah, because you know that was seven, that's, good to that's know, seventy-two. That was upsetting. John Borman goes back, man. Like yeah. he and this is slick shit. Any interesting things about this John Borman fella, or do you want to save it for after? No, we can just say right here. I know he's English. Yeah, he actually was in pre-production to make Lord of the Rings. He was going to do the first live-action Lord of the Rings oh, in the really? late seventies, mm. and it just somewhere in pre-production, it all just unraveled. Yeah, yeah. And then he did his next passion project because he always wanted to do a King Arthur movie. So he did at least make Excalibur. Uh-huh. And then obviously, you know, Peter Jackson, rock on, he, he, he killed it. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, but yeah. it would have been interesting yeah, if there had yeah, been like yeah. a previous live action so what, movie. So uh, 
was there other did he do other fantasy stuff like uh, Excalibur or was mm, that just a one one thing no another another one kind of like the last movie that I think got a lot of buzz was in the late 80s I think or like 90 uh-huh. right there on the dot called Hope and Glory I don't know if you know this is a otherwise pretty normal movie but it's, it, it's a, basically a his own story an autobiography kind of movie about what it's like when you're a little when you're a little kid in World War II uh-huh with daily bombings from the German planes. And he's, you know, fantasizing about being in, like, King Arthur's world. So there's, like, little moments of sort of slipping into, like, Uh, play fantasy. What year was that? 89, I want to say, something like that. I could be wrong. I remember there was a sitcom called Hope and Gloria. Do you remember (laughs) that? It was on for, like, two episodes. But anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah, Hope and Gloria. It's about John But no, he did... uh, I know I'm forgetting some other classic... Oh, well, you know... Sort of ill-fatedly, he did the second Exorcist movie. Oh, really? Yeah, The Heretic. Oh, have you seen that one? Yeah, it's it's a weird mess, and as I understand it, it probably just it was one of those classic too many cooks in the product in yeah, the post production yeah, kitchen. Yeah. You know? Do you know? Just yeah. briefly, not to get on like a whole Exorcist thing. Yeah, I really want to rewatch Exorcist three because I've heard oh, like man. I've heard people sort of reappraise that as never being never like, done kind that. Of oh, you never seen it? The three? Yeah. Because I knew there was Poltergeist three, but I forgot there's an Exorcist three. Yeah, it 3? was with George C. Scott. Oh yeah, George C. Scott. And it was made within our lifetime. Like it was. Made yeah, yeah, like, like early nineties. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy I, I've shit! I've seen it, but like I've been hearing like on like you know like Dude, podcasts and stuff that it's real briefly. Did you yeah. ever see a movie with George C. Scott in the late seventies called Hardcore? No, but I wanted to at some point just because I knew Paul Schrader did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and he directed it. Oh shit! Is it gnarly, dude? It is worth watching because it's really? so fucking strange. And the best part about it, I don't know if they would still issue it this way, but I found a VHS copy of it uh-huh. where it. This is the damn cover. <laughs> it, he's sitting in a room, clearly watching something on a projector screen because he's kind of he has that pale kind of yeah, light yeah, on him, yeah. and he's holding his forehead <laughs> in like total shame and consternation like like cringing with uh, absolute like fucking greek tragedy <laughs> vibe and the uh and this is great because it's like a 70s poster remember when they put like a quote from the movie yeah, like yeah, actually yeah. on it and the, so it says in big red letters hardcore uh, and then the quote right there and you can tell this is what he's saying right in the moment uh, is my god that's my daughter <laughs> <laughs> jeez and he's, as I recall, he's kind of like a, oh God, I don't, a Calvinist, Lutheran, I should know the difference. The point well, is, yeah, go ahead. It, he, it's that kind of story where it's like, we were just a good Midwestern religious family and yeah. then my daughter goes into the porn industry, but then he gets kind of hardcore. It's kind of like the, uh, this is like the other taxi driver kind of right. movie where it's like, I got to go in yeah. and take care of these hoods and all, yeah. Just side note, she yeah. was most likely Calvinist in the movie because Paul Schrader grew up calvinist there you go yeah. okay. okay so i think it's calvinist so not Alex, martin luther yeah, yeah shall yeah. we uh last week on the episode base so basically folks i'm going to explain the format here okay because mm. we did it last week and it seemed to work and mm-hmm. we're going to do it again yeah. i have not seen these two films as we have mentioned alex yeah. is introducing me to these films mm-hmm. these films may enlighten me on things that i am not enlightened on this film they may films, bore the fuck out yeah, of yeah or the, they, these films will undoubtedly in some way change me maybe i'll be more bored by the or maybe i won't <laughs> maybe i'll be very entertained maybe we're going to see but basically what we're going to do is we're going to have 
have our religious uh, sacrament. I was calling it sacrament thinking that you called, you know how like at, folks at church, they give you like the blood of Christ and the body yeah. of Christ and stuff. Yeah. Last week we drank a Japanese soda, soda called Ramuni. Ramuni. And it, we called it the tears of cutie honey because we were watching cutie honey. <laughs> yeah. and, but keep the name. Yeah. And we sort of, you know, dug doing that. So we're going to do it yeah. again. So I have a strawberry flavored Ramuni. Oh, nice. And I have a grape flavored yeah. uh, as well as strawberry flavor. Yeah. I'm going to start with grape. Oh, okay. But on second thought, I'm going to try the Pokemon flavored Ramuni, which, ha oh. which has a picture of Pikachu on it. But anyway, we're going to have it. And Ramuni has a special bottle that you put this like plat. <laughs> it's really complicated and Doing convoluted. Doing a free so plug for them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, oh, where did I put it? But it has a special bottle where you press this plastic into the top yes. and it releases a marble. Now that's the idea. I fucked it up last yeah. week. But Oops. do you have some idea of how to do it now? Yes. If I you want to watch me, I can... No, you know. I just, the problem is I just dropped my cat. Oh, thing. yeah, that happened last week again. I busted a cat. Folks, the reason I like it is because it releases a marble, which is interesting audio-wise. Yeah, so, right? You know. it's... But anyway, one, two... Oh, here. One, fuck. Oh, there you go. You hear yeah! yeah! Yeah, Whoa! Nice. Oh, well, cheers, my a friend. A little dribble, but yeah. hey. Uh, cheers, my friend. Here's to uh, Borman and Marvin. Borman and Marvin. Yeah. Oh, what fell? Oh, all right. oh, and then last but not least. Mm. Oh, yes, after this we will be treated to... Uh, mm. Mm. This one tastes kind of weird. In a good way, it's actually pretty good. How does that taste? The grape. You know what I like is it's grapey. Yeah. But not too grapey. Oh, yeah. It's not like grape soda grapey. Yeah, no, that's that's like that's heavy. That's where you're like, my throat feels mm. burning mm. and not Sanders. Mm -hmm. But uh mm. Mm. But no, this uh This Pikachu uh, Ramani is pretty good. I re highly recommend it. No, but, now, what makes it Pikachu? I in don't, flavor. <laughs> in terms, does of, this mean that they distilled Pikachu? It's Pikachu's sweat from Oof, the Pokemon battle. I'm I'm worried for Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but no, no, he's 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 gonna do fine. But uh, Alex, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. told me about a, a song that Lee Marvin <laughs> did. Okay, so funny story about. Oops, and this is where. Oh, you got wow, it! Wow, my fucking you phone just drops. And I don't even... Did it break? Recognize. No, no, no. Oh. It's already got a hairline fracture. Mm. Doesn't every phone? No. That, by the way, is the black mirror. Why? When you look at your phone and it's off. Yeah. And there's that crack in it. The way every episode begins on oh, black really? mirror. Oh, that, really? That's what it is? I do believe oh, I didn't the, know the black yeah. mirror in question is yeah. the shit that stares back to you when your phone is off. Have you seen every episode? Yeah. Oh, really? Love that fucking show. Really good. Yeah. Even though I get a panic attack every fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, uh, just a side thing. While you cue that up, mm -hmm. I'm going to open up this bag of potato. We went to the Japanese market and got these oh, ramunis. Oh, so good, yeah. And uh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> open up this bag of potato chips. Oh, wait. You want to play it right now? I'll open up the bag of potato chips later. But there's no, a bag of potato chips called Karamucho. And it's called Hot Chili Rich Cut Potato Chips. Let me just open it <laughs> Yeah, up. just open it I'm up. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, dude. But anyway, yeah. yeah get yeah. So, so no, eat, eat while I while I oh. quickly tell the story behind this. So, uh, I'll get away from the microphone. So, the the crunches. Yeah. 
the crunches are amongst us. Uh, I have uh, never actually seen the movie from which this song comes, but uh, <laughs> Nas, by the way, looks like he's about to cut wires on a bomb <laughs> yeah, yeah, as no. he chews silently no, here. I'm going to finish chewing, and then I'm going to swallow, and then uh, just continue. I'm not going to chew while you talk about this. Well, thank you okay. for your politeness right. and your attentiveness. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, so... Um, I've never actually seen this movie. Mm -hmm. This is a musical called Paint Your Wagon. Oh. Sorry, my pee got very close to there. Paint Your, <laughs> paint your Wagon. Oh. Um, all I know about this is it's mentioned in The Kid Stays in the Picture. Remember that documentary on oh, uh, yeah, Robert yeah, Evans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he talks about, you know, in that year, in 1972, you know, or, or, or 70, whenever it came out, he, he's, he, he's like... They made a bunch of useless movies during that year, like Paint Your Wagon. Like, he, yeah. he just shits on it. So you're kind of like, oh, interesting. And it, I think it was a big flop. But Lee Marvin sings in it. Yeah. And uh, there's this song that I think kind of became a minor, like, airwave hit as well. Really? <laughs> and it's like from it got the movie. On the charts? I th well, uh, it had to have, because if you're buying it, yeah. and that's, no one's downloading back then. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just yeah. like, oh, yeah. but I think it, it it's just, it's a interesting theme where it's like kind of good yeah. too well let's see what this but, marvin kid's got yeah yeah and the thing is this also what's funny is this is so not the like um flavor of genre that we're going to be going into with yeah, these two yeah. movies it's more like it's like oh yeah and remember lee marvin was in this musical yeah. like, <laughs> and um it's funny the idea oh So you got that definite, like, we're on a horse. Yeah. Like a, it's pretty good, actually. I, I just love all the, the all-male chorus just humming away here. Oh. They probably all think Marvin is a great guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So what do you see when you hear this? Like, I do see horses. Uh-huh. Definitely horses. Definitely. We're like... I see a bunch of guys just, like, looking at Marvin while he walks. <laughs> and what a great guy. So macho. You hear the strings on that? Yeah. That little cello. This going. is a nice song, though. I do like it. Yeah. yeah. Does he come in? Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. We just have to set the stage for him. Yeah. Because notice we're kind of quieting down again. Oh. All right, check this out. He sounds like Leonard Cohen's alcoholic brother or something. I think that's who <laughs> Lee Marvin was yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah. And you hear them harmonizing yeah. behind him. <laughs> he sounds like a hobo. Yeah, well he kind of is. Do you see... Uh... Yeah, yeah, that's, what, that's <laughs> what I'm looking at. Like. I like this. But only people make you cry. Don't you love how deep that yeah. fucking voice is? Oh, right. 
<laughs> that little harmonica. Uh, I've met dudes like this. Thunder the wall. Wow. Ooh, deep. Yeah. Born under a wandering star. Life really beat this guy down. I mean, the character yeah, that yeah. he's portraying. Totally. Star. Like I just spoke that last line, not oh. saying it, just star. Oh. Those are the guys again. <laughs> and the dudes, they, they get their yeah. moment. I always love these moments in songs. It's like, we agree with everything the guy said before we said it. Why are you so down, man? He's you got all these guys that, you know, agree yeah, with you. Yeah, dude, the whole town is behind yeah, you, man. Yeah. I, I don't know, something very... In, I figure when, when men are singing like this, there's less war yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. Or should I say fewer wars? Uh, but yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This guy's deep. Deep. He's saying like, even when I make it to heaven, yeah. don't let me get into fucking trouble. So if this was a big hit, then I guess the movie was a big hit too, or something, you know. No, I, I think the movie no? got panned. Oh really? Critically oh. and financially. Oh, oh. As I understand it. Oh really? But, uh, for that song, <laughs> it's got my money. But I mean, this, this, uh... Song ain't bad. Do you know the composer or anything? Let's see if it says here. Just if you want to glance at the YouTube comments, if something. Yeah, let's see what because we thought it was pretty cool. Let's see if a fantastic lyric. Every word makes sense. Oh yeah, and and dude, the person decided the line that I like. Only people make you cry. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. I'm like yeah, life. I've had nature move me, but that's kind of like a clean cry. Yeah, yeah. The the rage and injustice we feel—that's all. Yeah. That's people made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy writes: I don't give a damn what anyone says. This is a great movie, and I don't like musicals. My buddies and I would get trashed on the weekends, and if we didn't get laid, we'd play quarters and watch this. Wow. Many times. <laughs> wow. Him and his buddies really had a happening, you know, social thing going. Yeah, they're you know. digging it. But anyway. Anyway. Alex, just sir. one last thing. I opened... I, I, I chewed this. Uh. I opened a bag of these jelly things uh, that mm. I got from the Japanese market. And while the song was playing, I had tried it. And it was really good. Do you want to try one? I would love to. Yeah, just Thank try you. one. It's amazing. And I also got these... Uh, oh, shit. Nice. No. And I Ooh. also got these uh, Super Mario jellies. But I'll try those while we're watching the movies. Lovely. But hold on. How does those taste? I mean, that's really good. Isn't it really like... That's really good. Oh, no, no. I know there are people that don't like the sound of people chewing, but sorry. No, you got those... Sorry, the, no. There's the ASMR crowd. Yeah, yeah. They uh, love that. Oh, yeah? Hey, ASMR. Yeah. Sorry, uh, guys that don't like people. Mm -hmm. No, they definitely they have videos where they're like, Hi, everyone. I'm just looking at my schedule <laughs> for the week. <laughs> I see that I have a facial on Thursday. While they're chewing, and that's yeah, like yeah, the and thing. The, and then, and I should get in on that. Market. I think they say it's it's oral, yeah. a u r a l therapy. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm like, yeah, it's also definitely someone's fetish. Yeah, yeah. I eat in Which I say respectfully. Please. Yeah, yeah, no. If chewing gets you going. If chewing gets you going, send me money. I'll chew and talk like a million (laughs) times. Please. I will do an ASMR video for you. Right in. Shall we jump into it? Okay, folks, you Mm -hmm. at home, watch these movies. Point Blank and what was the other one? Hell in the Pacific. Hell in the Pacific. John Borman directed. The next time you hear me, I will be more macho. Enjoy. Woo! And we're back. Back. Alex, I feel like a much more like badass person. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the now I'm not questioning my manhood as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm a I'm a hard as nails kind of guy like Lee Marvin. Yeah, hard boiled. Yeah. Tough. Nobody wants to mess with me. You know. <laughs> but Alex, yeah. thank you so much. Hey, my pleasure, man. It was great watching them. With I you. uh should we just I mean, okay. There's a lot to, you know, discuss in terms of these two films. Yeah. But one thing that I will say was within the first, like, two minutes of Point Blank, I realized, oh, this is based on the same source material that Mel Gibson's Payback was based on. Uh, I think, well, now... Dirty confession. I never actually saw that one, but does it... Are they in Alcatraz to begin with, and is there a, like... No, but there are major similarities in terms of like story beats and stuff like that i know that the limey and payback are sort of like two yeah you know further you know furtherings of this okay so tell me your history with these two films yeah i mean like i i sort of especially in those sort of late teen early 20s years of of auteurship of discovering directors um, I started getting into John Borman stuff, but I actually stumbled upon both of these movies in um, high school years. And I remember it was uh, some kind of dreary, cold, sick day that I picked up Point Blank, just uh-huh. randomly. It looked like a cool sort of, the cover seemed to be like right. some kind of detective noir kind uh-huh. of thing. About and I <clears throat> and I was just looking at this tripped out movie with this crazy editing and... Um, Hell in the Pacific uh, surely had to have been in the same year or the year after in, right. in high school because I, as I was telling you earlier tonight, I had this sort of castaway mm-hmm. fascination. I still do, but I mean, it was vibrant in my teen years. Yeah. Like I loved Blue Lagoon, uh, any Robinson Crusoe source material uh, uh, swept away, and then like the sort of eerie, chilly, violent version of this is yeah. Hell in the Pacific. So yeah. I remember seeing that as well. Um, I think that the yeah those two are sort of my most familiar besides Dirty Dozen Lee Marvin yeah yeah uh, association. So you saw Point Blank before you saw Hell in the Pacific. I want to say so. Okay, in, if memory serves. Me. Okay, yeah. now s- speaking of Hell in the Pacific. Yes. The ending. Oof. Spo- well, well, should we talk about like the movie itself? Yeah, first of it, yeah. Or, or 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 let's uh, drop some knowledge and talk about. Well, the movie yeah. Itself. Well, first of all, tell me your your impression. Like, okay. of, uh, we'll start with Hell in the Pacific. Which, by the way, even though I introduced them in the order of chronology, yeah. which would be Point Blank followed by Hell in the Pacific, right. we actually flipped a coin. We flipped a coin. We thought eh, something energetically, and sure well, enough, okay. the coin corroborated. Yeah, because of the fact that, like, I thought. 
point blank, just from the description, from what you described, is something that I just kind of knew that I could sink my teeth into. Absolutely. Even before it's I knew that it was like a payback thing. Totally you know what I mean? your kind of genre thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he- uh, Hell in the Pacific se- seemed like it had a more glacial pace, yeah. story-wise, or, you know, maybe even stylistically. I don't know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so my thinking was, well, let's let's, you know watch you know the more glacial one first and then right. save the big bang one for the second and the the to- coin caught toss agreed <laughs> yeah you know and, and it, it made total sense yeah, yeah. wouldn't you say yeah, the yeah. order we did yes, was way yes. better but yeah, yeah. i will say that hell in the pacific i wouldn't say glacial is the right word like no like it's just very maybe stri- meditative yeah i mean there's basically two dudes in the whole yeah. movie right right but there's there's some moments of comedy there's yeah. moments of intense violence yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, definitely humiliation and yeah. racism and the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but i will say when it was starting and mm-hmm. it was that and you you even mentioned like it's almost like a there will be bloodish kind of yeah. like mood that sort of starts at the beginning mm-hmm. where it's just scary this, strings and correct me if i'm wrong it's just like the shot of the ocean or says the ocean like. and the sun slowly yeah, yeah, rising yeah, yeah, above yeah, yeah. it yeah i immediately immediately thought i'm digging this yeah right you know what i mean like and the as i realized that oh it's just these two dudes and it's basically like i don't know like spy versus spy yeah like you know a play I, of like yeah. two, a two-person thing and yeah and yes but it is spy versus yeah spy, you know totally. like yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. i thought this is this is great and in fact one of my big fears was i was afraid that there was going to be a part where civilization comes in or something or they get rescued and then they right. ha- you you deal with the outside world yeah i really just wanted to see how these guys interacted with each other like that was the right the, the which is what you thing. get there are there is literally no other yeah, yeah. person that and then the other thing it. is like in terms of screen presence <clears throat> and mm-hmm. star power lee marvin and toshiro mifune they're very I don't know. They play well together. Definitely. You know. that as story goes, they actually got along. I the, So what I understand is John Borman and Lee Marvin got along very well. Right. Lee Marvin could be a little intense. I looked up his story, which, by the way, let's talk about these guys. They both served World War II. Yeah, yeah. From what I gathered off of the commentary one time watching this is that um, Mufuni was in world war ii but uh, he did a story i could be wrong but what i've understood is he was more like getting soldiers drunk off of sake and yeah. kind of like avoiding combat yeah, which yeah, i think yeah. i do the same i'm yeah. like fuck it i don't want to yeah but i, I, I think he's like he yeah. was in it but he wasn't like seeing yeah, fucking yeah. action so yeah. the story it probably if he were here he'd be like let's fucking lie and then, yeah, and then yeah, he would yeah. slam a samurai sword yeah, yeah. onto my neck and all yeah yeah but um I, I don't know if I could fight Toshiro Mifune. Dude, on I'm your not fucking with Alex. either one of these yeah, guys. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> fucking but, Lee, yeah. Lee or Toshiro. Yeah, but I'm, I think it's okay. I think he's dead. Yeah, 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 well, they both definitely yeah. passed on. Okay, yeah, but, but, anyway, uh, but yes, and then Lee Marvin. So he was out on the Pacific. He, I think the story goes that he was on a boat. He was part of the Marines. Uh-huh. They got shot the fuck up. Everybody died uh, except Lee, or just about everyone except Lee, and he gets shot in his sciatic nerve and his foot. Lee Marvin. Got Lee Marvin shot? in real life in Damn. World War Two, he got shot up and uh, got the Purple Heart, 
bunch of other yeah, metals. Yeah, yeah. But that shit will shake you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. before that, all I, I they didn't give specifics on Wikipedia, but they talked about how even in his youth he got kicked out of several schools for you know <laughs> disorderly. Be- like, yeah, I, yeah. I think he's a fighter. Yeah, this guy would pick fights. Yeah. Uh, uh, our main dude Reese and with that rich voice in Point Blank uh-huh. our kind of first bad guy the yeah. first guy to really double cross him yeah do you recognize that voice by the way and that man the guy that played the dude that did what you said the first double yeah like cross, the, the double crosser who took, the money, who took the, the money and, and the girl, girl and, and he has that no, rich that? yeah how familiar with Dirty Harry, the first one of you? He, I'm, I, he's the mayor. He's the last the one time like, I saw it, I don't was like have any problems like the Fuller District again. Oh, really? really? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't remember because I saw it in high school. Or Fillmore. Fillmore. It's not what Fuller did. Yeah, Fillmore yeah. District. Anyway, yes. Uh, and also, he's in the Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, okay. Uh, he's I saw of, that recently. Yeah, he's Who like. Was he? He's in the beginning and the end. He's like the ragtag like leader oh, of yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> that, hey, yeah sorry, right. go ahead. Well, I was just saying, like, I, one thing I realize now is that. <laughs> Ella Josie Wales is they're all Confederates. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like yeah, rooting it's very for Confederates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time I watch a movie about the Civil War and the main like character good guys are Confederates, it's always like, wait a minute, what's I don't get it. Yeah, I don't it's, know. it's weird. And you know yet what I mean? and yet like but then it's like some people were probably just roped up into yeah, it. You know? Yeah, exactly. They didn't really. They're like, like, dude, I don't really, I don't own yeah. slaves. Like but, that's its own discussion. Yeah, I but but I yeah, mean, anyway, at some point you want to tell the truth historically or something. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. But anyway, but ahead. at the same time, good for that yeah. movie for not showing that the Union were uh, automatically magically nice. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're assholes. Yeah. Like they did a lot but of one crazy thing shit. Thing yeah. I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Sorry, were you gonna? No, I'm done. Yeah, one thing I wanted to mention was the reason why I said, oh, magnificent was he was Lee Marvin and magnificent. And seven, oh. I confuse sometimes Lee Marvin with James Coburn. Ah, they have the same kind of thing. They do have that very yeah, like, and then cat yeah, 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 a, yeah. A weird thing is James Coburn. Who was the guy that plays Archie Bunker that was in uh, Point Blank? Oh, uh, Carol O'Connor. Carol O'Connor. Yes. James Coburn plays the Carol O'Connor part in Payback. Oh shit! So and no he, wonder you're like cross, yeah, breeding these. Guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cross <laughs> in my head. And then there's even a part where he's like, kind of like when Carol O'Connor is like to to Lee Marvin, you're 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 destructive or whatever. Yeah. James Coburn says to Mel Gibson, "Man, you're just mean. You're mean, man." You know, so it's pretty funny. But anyway, back to yes. uh, Hell on the Pacific. Right. So these guys, as the story goes, I think in the commentary, they would drink together. Uh-huh. Uh Who and who? Oh, sorry. So Lee Marvin and Toshiro Mifune. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was that time of actors where you pu- where you drink hard at night, yeah. and nevertheless, seven a.m. You're like there, makeup ready, ready to fucking yeah. do the next yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. and no one missing a beat, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, getting yeah. sauced every yeah, night. Yeah. These were like professional drinkers yeah. coming from World War Two times, and I, I always I know they say like uh, Mufune had Japanese representation with him to kind of make sure that shit wasn't gonna be biased in the uh-huh. story that it would make him look like the evil japanese mm. guy well you know and also i know i think borman made sure that he had uh japanese crewmen like as much as he could like he wanted to make it kind of like uh-huh. japanese and americans working together it was very fair yeah they definitely don't ever in fact if anything in the beginning uh it's it sort of you know what i appreciate about this they don't show the shipwrecks or the plane wrecks you just 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's was just established cool. that yeah. Toshiro Mifune, who's sitting in like zazen, you know, like just cross-legged. He's yeah. just kind of. I have a little fan theory here. There's nothing in the movie that that suggests this, but my theory is he was left behind on the island because he was annoying. <laughs> for some reason like i think or like an accident yeah. it, or yeah, he yeah, went yeah. venturing too far but something happened where he was down there with i'm guessing like a platoon of other japanese soldiers right and he was left behind right, right. and lee marvin drifted ashore yeah yeah, yeah. so that's like and yeah. then that gives you kind of the difference of like why he would feel like well no this is my island because i was left here yeah yeah, yeah. but then lee marvin is there saying no it's my island because i just arrived here yeah yeah what do you know about them bringing on Toshiro Mifune to the to the production what I understand well certainly he's at this point 10 plus years before this he's a superstar internationally too with all the Akira Kurosawa uh, films yeah um, who also which, liked uh, to drink hard oh is that yeah, true yeah, yeah. I don't know he, much about Kurosawa like, I realize the, yeah it was he yeah. likes a good drink every once in a while I mean hey listen yeah. we yeah. like a good smoke no hey, everybody you know, needs everyone, to get their buzz on thing. one way or another but anyway go ahead but I was just thinking what are some uh, Kurosawa favorites of yours you mentioned earlier well I just know the ones that I've seen like I've seen Seven Samurai I've seen yeah, which Sanjuro which is great yeah I've dude seen... quickly there's a line from Seven Samurai that I fucking love go ahead. it's where the uh, villagers go to the elders and they complain. They're like, okay, it's great that we have samurai, but they're gonna they're gonna, you know, take our women. We're afraid yeah. that they're gonna take all of our women. And yeah. then this old man looks at them because they're about to get attacked by like a band of raiders. And mm-hmm. he's like, you fool, your head is on a chopping block and you're worried about your whiskers? I love that fucking... But, but yeah, Seven Samurai, Hidden, Hidden Fortress. I haven't seen that one. That's what they say, you know, Star Wars, Star Wars is based on. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, sort of. I've been meaning to see that for a while. It, it's true. I can see that. Although, if you think that literally, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, but, um, uh, and your personal favorite, of course, Rashomon. I haven't seen that one either, but I know oh, yeah. the, you know, the that's basic the whole, structure. It's yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. he said, she said. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Thrawn. Ron. Yeah, sorry, I've sorry. seen that. No, no, I've seen the beginning of Ron. I didn't finish it. Oh, dude, Ron, not because of anything. I think I had to go. But somewhere, funny but if like, you just mentioned what Throne of Blood. Yeah, yeah Throne of Blood. So I, those I both of those are Shakespeare adaptations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Throne of Blood is Macbeth. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Ron is King, King Lear. Lear. Right. There's one that uh, I I saw that I really really like. That if I had to like put one that sticks out in my head mm-hmm. on, on top of some sort of stupid list or whatever, Stray Dog. I still have to see that. That's very interesting because some people say that that's the first police procedural because it's ah. a, it's about this cop that loses his gun and he goes just looking for his gun. Wow! Basically. Is it, it, it is it is it Toshiro Mifune or is it uh, no no I I don't think so. No, I'm right. I'm pretty sure it's not. But but it's this like you know likable. No, I'm pretty sure it's not Toshiro Mifune. But it's like this likable like per, uh, Persian. I was gonna say. <laughs> Japanese. The one Persian <laughs> yeah. Japanese actor at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. no. Uh, but back to... Uh, yeah, so, well, I think he... Because obviously... And John Borman is a cinephile. He knew about Toshiro Mifune. Uh-huh. I mean, I think a lot of guys were like... Is oh, he but... dead, Borman? Is he dead? No, I think Borman's still alive, oh, really? man. Let's he outlived both off. of these let's guys. Go talk, let's go chat it up with them. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, like I told you earlier, I should have brought his audio uh, autobiography because yeah. I have it. Um, but as, I, as the story goes... Um, there was this dumb version of the script. Someone wrote a treatment for this uh-huh. or an early script of Hell in the Pacific, which is like a comedy, like a slapstick 
uh-huh. goofy yeah. face-off between these two guys. Yeah. Like, the like the shenanigans yeah, of, like, you know... Boing. Yeah, like that yeah, kind of shit. No. And Mifune apparently really liked that idea. Like, he was tired of doing <laughs> the same kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. So he went to the island thinking that was the damn movie they were uh, making. So or Or he just was kind of obstinate because apparently Borman would really, like get frustrated yeah. with him because he would just kind of you know and then and they had a translator between the two i don't yeah. think mifune spoke much english yeah yeah and lord knows i don't think lee marvin or john yeah, Borman speak yeah. much japanese yeah but yeah there was this uh, apparently this terrible story where where he was like i need you to do it differently and he makes this translator like go to mifune like three different times uh. because he's not following direction and Mufuni like slaps the shit out of his fucking assistant. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that kind of prima donna <laughs> yeah. fuckery that yeah. like I I just yeah. I mean I, it's funny, but I'm also like, yeah. dude, fuck these guys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. these That's not yeah. right, but it is I but, I think it's funny. But yeah. and and similarly, Lee Marvin, the story for point blank, that's why uh-huh. I brought up John Vernon, the actor who's, you know, the the first bad uh-huh. guy that Lee Marvin sees him for the first time, like, oh, and the, he's going to be playing the guy who double crosses you. And, right. and Lee Marvin pulls a, apparently, like a severely method thing and just goes up to him and gut punches him, like, for real. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I remember. And, oh, you've heard the story? Where, no, wait, wait, say it again. I mean, well, like, Lee Marvin goes up to the actual actor who's just going to play the bad guy. Uh, who, <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he kind of, like, sized him up. Like, Oh, this was not in the movie? This no, was- this is, like... Oh wow! They're like they've been cast, yeah, and it's like, oh, by the way, Lee, this is uh, John. He'll be playing the actor, and uh-huh. where normally you go, oh, cool, let's shake hands. It'll be cool when we, you know, pretend. Yeah. That, but he's like, oh, you're the guy who double crossed me in the movie. Well, let me see what you're made of, and he fucking sucker punches yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, you think he was sauced up at that moment? He or? may have been. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he. I think. Um, Borman, I think, in the commentary on Point Blank, he said. By the way, it's a good, uh, sometime it's worth checking out because he's sitting there with Steven Soderbergh. It's the two of them. Oh yeah, because Soderbergh oh. made the Limey, which was right, totally right. a follow-up yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to yeah. this thing. But that was the cool thing about Point Blank, which <clears throat> was you're seeing sort of the beginning of that type of cool. Yeah, dude. you know what I mean. Like, don't you get some kind of like? Um, there's like a little bit of. Uh, I, I even want to say some Tarantino or just oh, like yeah, some... Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And, uh, or like, I would say 90s Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, no, I mean? like Reservoir, like some early potentially kind of Reservoir yeah, Dogs-ish yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. Pulp Fiction-ish. Yeah, like definitely. I like, mean, fans out there don't think that literally, but you know, just, just uh, yeah, well, it, like I mean, in it's, the key it's of... It's like, that's kind... Yeah, exactly, in that key. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's sort of there and stuff like that. It's L.A. Noir. It also has a lot of Alcatraz in it, but uh, we're, we're skipping all over the place. I apologize. We, we were no, I mean this podcast. This podcast is a movie fuck fest. Always, we just we just go crazy. It's going back and forth. Yeah. Well, it's true because you can draw parallels between the two movies. But, they both had these dissonant soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. One were, thing yeah. I will say, going we're, again, we're jumping all over the place. All going over. back to Pacific Hell yeah. in the Pacific, which by the way wasn't supposed to be called that. What was it even? Supposed to be called? I think it was supposed to be called like the Castaways or. Um, the the one I fight or something kind of like something a little more meditative, oh, really? but they you know again producers like you want to sell this movie call it Hell in the Pacific. It wasn't it wasn't like a controversial with Hell in the title like nobody was. No, like, if anything, that was the money oh, yeah. people pushing yeah. it to like have the word Hell. It'll yeah, catch yeah. eyes and all that. But yeah. like you know, 
I've seen certain Jap, you know, certain some Japanese actors or Japanese films. The acting style is very subdued and quiet、mm. and stuff like that. And Toshio Mifune in this one and in other films that I've seen him in, his his is very like ah, you know,、yeah. like very loud and stuff like that. I imagine it was that one of the sort of issues with. You know, working with him with Borman and like, were, were they like, "Hey, can well, you dial it may, down?" Yeah,、or? maybe because I think, I mean, what what we see in the end, I kind of see as a sincere performance yeah, on the funniest、yeah, part. Yeah. But no, no, it's a great of, performance. No, no, right, right, right. But it nevertheless, but it's a different style. It is a different、yeah. style, and I wonder if for that, I don't know. I wonder if Borman said, "Okay, yeah, exactly, give me that, yeah, not yeah, the comic、yeah. shit you were giving me." Yeah, yeah. Because I think、yeah. he really was trying to do like like fucking Laurel and Hardy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so Point Blank was the year before. That's correct. Yeah, that okay, was the first time Marvin and, and so Borman worked was, together. Was was、uh, Hell in the Pacific? Was it like Borman's like passion project? I don't think it was actually a passion. His real passion projects would be like Excalibur and、yeah. shit like that, or you know. But I think it was.、Um, I think he he had this huge hit with Point Blank,、uh-huh. and I imagine he was approached with this one. I、right. think they were like, "Dude, get." Lee Marvin again yeah, for yeah. this one. Plus, so he was a jobber on it.、Uh, maybe I, you know, I don't. Sorry, folks, I'm a, I look all like unprepared here, but I, I really don't no, know. No, maybe, just, yeah, yeah, maybe he he. I get the feeling. I know also according to the scuttlebutt of that movie, he wasn't really satisfied with Hell in the Pacific. Right, like, everything from how it had to be titled. And then we get to the、Which、damn ending. Which brings us to so, the ending. So what's interesting too? Didn't you notice how like. Each made each other his bitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then until they were tired of that, yeah. Then they realized, kind of through so many words, which by the way, Toshiro never understands English, and Lee never understands Japanese, and they both shouted each other their own languages, yeah, never yeah. once trying to like <laughs> help、yeah. each other translate, yeah. yeah. And、uh, and they end up though crafting a pretty damn capable raft, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they get off the island only to arrive. At another island, but、right. this is an abandoned base. You know what's crazy though is they never really specify whether it actually is an American base or, or a, a Japanese, Japanese base. Because、yeah. by the by the architecture, Toshiro goes, "Oh yeah, you you better stay behind. This is Japanese. I'll speak for us." But then there's all these American artifacts. Yeah. So then、yeah. Lee goes, "Oh no, don't shoot. We don't know the password." By the way, the, a movie like this gets me. Like, did you feel like?、Uh, A cool feeling, of course, but like uneasy, like in the, during the whole thing. Just that kind of like oof, like that kind of raw, like what happens when people are at war and how that kind of racial violence and also just just person to person violence. I mean, honestly, of- because it was down to just two guys, yeah, and they're on an island. I didn't have that same. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't have that same. Queasy feeling that I have when I watch certain war movies. Like, if to me it felt more like an adventure. Oh,、you、interesting. I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, totally. But, yeah, yeah. But, it, I mean, that thing was there, right? It, or just kind of like I felt、uh, like it, it would be like the anxiety of being washed ashore, like far away from resources. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, to, no. That sort of brings me. There was that scene at the end. Where and spoilers. Yeah, oh, definitely. We're about to reveal. Yeah, the ending here. but like where he <clears> says, <throat> and the end. 
you showed me this in a very wise way, in a very good way. I'm thankful right, for how you presented there are, it. There are two Be- endings. Exactly. There are two endings you have, to this. You have what was theatrically released, uh-huh. uh, and I believe it was in uh, either the UK, or I, it, point is one continent saw a different right. ending than the other. Right. But this was not against... Uh, this was against Borman's okay. original wish. And now, then the version I showed you, though, was Borman's v- yeah, okay. vision of it. Yeah. Describe Borman's Mm-mm-mm. and then describe the ending. <laughs> so we did the version where they make it to another island. They have all these artifacts. They find a case of sake. All right. And they have a clean shave. They're yeah. at, and now they finally are wearing some like good clothes and they're having a good drink but of course as we know <laughs> sometimes yeah. booze brings out the worse and then uh while Toshiro Mifune starts flipping through a life magazine he starts seeing quote-unquote victory images from the U.S. perspective yeah. of licking the Japanese and you see pictures of like internment shit and torture and prisoner of war stuff dead and then bodies. he's and dead bodies yeah. and he's and he has this like horrified look where he's like oh my god this is fucked up and then you have lee marvin going hey hey how come you guys don't believe in god and that's a terror i can't do lee marvin's voice you have to get like (laughs) hey no listen let me just quickly try it would be like hey 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 how how come you guys don't believe in god no i can't i don't know (laughs) it's hard it's 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 a fucking i gotta be about 30 years old (laughs) anyway um so and you have to drink more whiskey every way i think i gotta be drinking that's kind of <laughs> yeah. is, is that alcohol voice yeah, yeah, that yeah, deep raspy yeah. plus i think he was a cigarette smoker too oh, he, yeah. i think yeah. that it's that generation dude yeah, the man. scotch and cigarette kind of the shit. cool voices yeah but anyway um so and, he's saying how come you don't believe in god how come you don't believe in god and of course and that's such a fucking ignorant western thing to say yeah and then um they get to the point where it looks like they're about to tangle and they stand face to face and here's where the movie takes two different directions. The first direction was the director's direction, oh. which is they kind of... Actually, it's... Let's call it fair. Toshiro lowers his guard first. Uh-huh. And he sort of does this very sophisticated, gentlemanly thing where he just picks up a necktie and starts putting his tie on. Yeah. Like, mm not going to fight. I'm not even going to engage you right now. Mm. And then Lee Marvin kind of copies that too and he's like well i'm not going to engage you either and then he starts picking up just like supplies and equipment and lee marvin walks off into the distance it's like dusk now and then toshiro mafuni looks like a perfect they both look like dapper gentlemen and they just part ways yeah and it's a little ambiguous what do you think? A little anticlimactic? Well, no, or, do, you know or, do you know what's really funny? Yeah, what do you it, think? When it happened, yes. because of the fact that on the DVD, it's on the alternate thing and there's no credits afterwards. Right. It, it happens just... and I it goes to black and I thought that would be really funny if it ended right here. And that in, in that same thought, I thought that's the type of ending that most audiences hate. I don't, right. but most audiences hate that type of ending. But totally. like, like, not just hate, like venomously fuck the filmmaker. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like I fucking hate that they ended it like this. Well, it's like, like a, it's like a, a no country for old men. Type exactly. Of like, what, what? No closure. <laughs> yeah, what the what, fuck? What happens? Yeah. Who's gonna die? Yeah, 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 has yeah. to win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now <laughs> the ending that some uh, producer uh, put on 
You describe that one. Yeah, it would. No, no. Before I do that one, what did you think? Knowing because at first I, I didn't tell you beforehand that there were two endings. No. I surprised you with that. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna just play this ending. So when yeah. you thought that was the ending, were you like, "Damn, what a way to end this"? Or, or I thought that's pretty. That's pretty deep, right? Like, that's... Just like I choose not and to engage the thing is, you. The thing with this movie, not that I was zoning out. I right. wasn't zoning out, but. Things would happen in this movie, and I wouldn't register them just because I was kind of... It's so picturesque, yeah. even when it's just on the two actors, you know what I mean? Right. That, like, I just found myself... I, I don't know, I guess in a meditative... Not not meditative, yeah. because there were there were definite story beats to it. Of course. But, like, very but... kind of zenned out by, by just watching these two knuckleheads. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, well, because there's also some really nice, just kind of simple nature around them. There's yeah, good, like, yeah. Jungle shots and, yeah, and yeah. beach shots. And yeah. uh, the, the cinematography is really good in it, too. Didn't you think, like, great, fucking great faces? Both yeah, them, yeah. Their eyes, they're constantly have their beards are always glistening with salt water. Definitely, you know, just, uh, yeah. And okay, so so the producer ending where yeah. they just pulled a fast one on Borman. There they are. You don't believe in God, and then and then they stand face to face, and then suddenly the image shakes a little, and yeah. boom, the whole fucking it's. Oh, and by the way, we have in both versions been hearing in the background as their conversation gets heated, sounds of like bombs uh-huh. and like and like aerial warfare yeah, going yeah. on. And so that gives permission to basically then just the thing blowing up. Just yeah. And then, by the way, it might be added, the shake obviously <laughs> clearly looks like it was done in pose. Yeah, it like they literally shook and like 1960s pose. So yeah. it's like horrible. You it's know what I like mean? if I were a director, I'd be pit- I'd yeah. be like, you guys did no effort. That probably that explosion yeah. is probably stock footage from a different movie oh. altogether. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I and then it just says the, the I, end. Now what's funny, dude, is that when I got it on VHS when I was a teenager, that was the ending. Uh, I don't think until DVD came out that you actually could see the alternate ending, oh yeah. or you had to get like the UK version of whatever. So, uh, it was. Yeah. what did John Borman say about all that? As I recall, he just he just felt highly kind of dissatisfied with the whole thing. Uh, it just so much of it was taken uh, away from him, uh, and he was just kind of like, "Well, uh, fuck, all right." By well, the way, I, guess, yeah. I just want to say. I, I said, you might not have heard it. I said, I would fucking murder the producer. I just want to say, I <laughs> would never... He's not actually yeah, going to murder I would never anyone. murder anybody. I <laughs> meant metaphorically. I meant verbally. I would verbally murder the producer. It's when we go like, if you don't do your homework, I'll yeah. fucking yeah. kill you. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. by the way, which brings me to point blank. Yeah. And I just want to say this. I've, I've, see, I've seen two Lee Marvin movies here tonight, folks. Yeah. And I will say, if uh, some... Little douchey screenwriter steals one of my ideas. I'll go Walker. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will go Lee Marvin yeah, in, in Point Blank. So think about that. His name is Walker. No yeah. first name. Yeah, pretty cool. What What an interesting thing too. The first image of that movie is something you're not going to see for another twenty to thirty minutes yeah, later, yeah, yeah. which is well, him. It's just his face with bathed in the fucking weird psychedelic lights of that nightclub yeah, where he's yeah, going to yeah. tangle with those yeah. dudes, and he yeah. uh, and and then interrupted by him getting shot up in the cell. Yeah. And I love how we hear that VO going, cell, prison cell. Yeah, yeah. How did I get here? And then we see this weird... Don't you love also those uh, cutaways of like... 
it's easy, Walker. We'll just slap him over the head, and he'll be just, we'll just slap him over the head, and he'll be done. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it cuts yeah. with them, like, with him, like, yelling to him on the floor yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. I love the cross-cutting. Yeah. Um, the editing is tight. Really yeah. tight. And then let's talk about the moment that, you know, the the one, two, three, four, five, oh, six, yeah. seven, eight. Explain it. So there's this moment at, like, the 10 or 15-minute mark where... Uh, oh, just to uh, tell viewers who aren't familiar with the viewers, you Listeners. listening with your eyes and yeah. hearing with your with your yeah. Uh, there is this. Uh, it, it opens with them. There's like this simple plan. We're gonna jump these dudes who do these cash transfers on Alcatraz, which is now an abandoned. You know, it's no longer a prison, but it's kind of like a ghost prison. Yeah. And uh, this guy who's a friend of Lee Marvin's who's going to be our first baddie, basically, of the movie, somehow talks Lee Marvin and his wife (laughs) into doing this heist with him. Well, the guy goes crazy, kills these dudes instead. That wasn't part of the plan. Uh. And it's like, don't worry about it. We'll divvy up the money equally. But then he gets greedy, and he shoots Lee Marvin point blank and takes his woman. And we establish all of this in this crazy, tightly edited, weird, cross-cutting way. And then Lee Marvin stands up, and that's where you get the fucking title card, Lee Marvin in, point blank. Yeah. And he, uh, or rather at that point, anyway, it, you know, it's, it's yeah. the further credits at that point. And he gets off the island, and then we jump to a year later, and he's now like, all right, I'm going to fucking chase down, <laughs> yeah, you know, this guy Reese and kill him and take my $93,000. Well, I guess in 1967, yeah. that was big bucks, man. 93000 Actually, I'd be very happy with $93,000. Yeah, Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> What's funny in payback, it's like less. Oh, really? And it's funny because it's, it's I think it's like 40000 or I something. I want my forty k. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you'll make it to yeah. three quarters yeah, of a year in. Yeah, you were yeah. saying, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, no. And then, um, and so, yeah, then what's interesting about this is that... Um, Oh, okay, okay. So the so the the timing thing. Once it's established, okay, we see his past. There's this weird, nebulous sort of third party character, as far as we can tell, some kind of weird employer. By the way, did you notice, except for one moment, Lee Marvin never looks directly at that guy who's constantly sort of showing up between kills. You oh, know really? what I mean? Yeah. And they even talk about in the commentary like it's sort of suggested that one of these guys don't exist oh wow it could be his name is walker that's another word yeah. so for ghost yeah i sometimes watching it this time i was thinking like maybe lee marvin is just kind of like again in no country i really believe that anton Chigur isn't to be taken literally he's, yeah. he's a metaphor for drug money violence yeah 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 and I think Lee Marvin's character is sort of like the the metaphor figure that comes out of betrayal and yeah, revenge yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, he is he is sort of supernaturally, uh, you know, he does have sort of a supernatural coolness. Very yeah, stoic as all hell. Yeah, yeah, and really not with any other motive except to get his money. Yeah. And so now that he knows where to find the dude, he sets off. He knows he has to see his wife again. And there's this incredible fucking sequence where he's stomping down the hallway and his footsteps are going. And it's in games of eight. 
So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and cut to three, yeah, yeah. four. So and each cut is the girl. Is is the, like the girl. It's showing the wife and like her sort of daily activities. Everything from driving somewhere, shopping somewhere, getting her nails done, her hair done, and then. But on each count of eight, it's cutting back to him yeah. or back to her, yeah, interchanging. Yeah. Right. And it keeps going and going. It's just this wonderful way to just sort of mount the tension. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. he's coming, he's coming. And then this, and then the the movie gets fucking weird at this point, remember? Because yeah. at this point, it's been trippy enough, but you get the flavor of it. It's like, yeah, I get it. He got jilted. He's He got double-crossed. Yeah, now yeah. But then... He goes there because the reason he goes in guns blazing is that he hears that the dude is, you know, there obviously yeah, living yeah. with her. But and he goes in shooting up the fucking bedroom. Yeah. Dude's not there. She gives this long monologue, almost like she's dead, not looking at him. Another thing, too, she doesn't look at him directly either. Yeah. Very interesting. And she, uh, and they reminisce on their past. Yeah. And then this weird thing happens where he kind of sleeps on the couch and she sleeps in her bedroom. He goes in the bedroom. Oh shit, she's a, she's just OD'd on pills. And she even said earlier, by the way, both women in this were pilled out. Remember they're, they're always talking about like, I yeah, can't sleep, yeah. I'm taking well, pills. And yeah. The, yeah. Well, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, and well, so she's dead. Then he goes into the living room, looks outside the window, sees that employer dude from the beginning who kind of gives him a sort of nod like, you're doing great. Yeah. Then he goes back into the bedroom. It's only been a second. Oh, and by the way, it was nighttime when he went in to check on his, I guess, ex-wife. Uh-huh. She's dead. When he goes back into the living room, it's daytime. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Then he goes back inside and she's gone. Yeah. And what's in her place? Fucking white cat. Do you remember yeah. that? Just, yeah. There's just a cat lounging yeah. on the bed. So what does this mean? Yeah. Then he starts hearing her voice singing in that damn house. Yeah. And when he comes back out... The dam, from the inside, everything's boarded up yeah. with wood. Huh. And all the furniture has been stripped away. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what? You got to borrow payback. And <laughs> I have it. Like, sure. Yeah, watch yeah, it yeah. Because having... I don't know how I would have viewed this movie if I hadn't seen payback. Huh. Not that I think either I would have even liked it more or... I, or something because it was there were certain beats that were just almost like identical. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and I yeah. knew like I, I think it's basically a remake. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just called it something else. But, but yeah. um let me just say I just want to reiterate if there's any douchey screenwriter out there that wants to steal any of my ideas, it's not worth it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> because I will go walker. If you, if you're listening to this, you've seen this movie. And you know how bad it would... Just don't, don't do it, man. Okay? But anyway. Yes. Uh, Alex. Yes. Is there any other uh, pearls of wisdom or knowledge that, that you have on these two amazing films? And I thank you again from well, the bottom of my heart. Oh, for- dude. Thank you. Well, you know, here's something. Let's let's think about what works for these movies yeah. that we can steal from yeah. the best. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Starting with Point Blank. Yeah. First of all, that editing has to come back. Yeah. And I affirm to you, ladies and gentlemen, when I get my shit together and I direct my first yeah, movie, yeah. it will have editing like yeah, this. That clean. Just, yeah. And, and like showing like two different conversations from different times, one very intense with energy, the other one casual, and they intercut like that. Yeah. By the way, um, some people have likened this style to another director that I really like. And I don't know if we've ever talked about him. Nicholas Rogue, 
Wait, what has he done? Okay, so he did... Did you ever see Walkabout? No. Kids get... This insane father tries to murder his children in the outback, ends up killing himself instead. These kids are lost in the outback. An aboriginal boy finds them, and they go on this wild fucking, like, journey of, Is like... this recently? No, it was in the 70s. Oh, okay. So this is a, a director from the 70s. He also did Don't, Wait, I, Don't Look Now. Oh, I've seen that. And yeah, with Donald Sutherland. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Man Who Fell to Earth, David Bowie. Oh, with David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he also did, dude, there's this really great movie. The first 25 minutes is brilliant. And then I kind of don't care for the rest. But Eureka with Gene Hackman. I haven't seen that. That's like the pre There Will Be Blood in yeah. terms of like starting with like a man yeah. in the middle of nature trying Wait, to find shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Name a few more. There's one that well, I've there, seen. Dude, that, there's, a, there's one a from our childhood was The Witches. If oh, you remember okay. that one with Angelica one. Houston. But I remember it. Yeah. No, he also did a Performance. That's his first one with Mick Jagger. <laughs> oh, wow. This guy's like... Uh, he also did... Um, hold on. There's uh, another famous one, I'm sure, that I'm forgetting. Because I know there's one that he's done that I've seen that I'm just not thinking of. Let me... Just, dude, yeah, yeah. Keep thinking. Let me, no, wait. Should I grab my device? Where the fuck is my phone? Okay. No, forget <laughs> it. This no, is no. A, this is about Lee Marvin. I, I used to know. Uh, well, it's true. But hold on. We're while we're on Nicholas Rogue right here. There's, hold on. Keep keep yeah, warm yeah, up. The I'm going to talk about this. So we're talking about a, a great British director. Who, and the reason I bring him up is that uh, some people have often said like, oh, maybe he kind of copied John Borman a little bit. I don't know about copy, but I think he obviously saw that cu- that cutting action that we love in Point Blank. Nicholas Rogue does that a lot in his movies. I'm um, back. Hold on. Let me put on my headphones. We have. Yeah, yeah, it was performance, walkabout, don't look now, man who fell to earth. Oh, maybe uh, bad timing? No, it's... Not bad timing, not... Okay. Let's see. Okay, I'm looking... Don't look now, bad timing, the witches, insignificance. Oh, he did that? I know of that movie. That looks interesting. Yeah. Um... The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. He did a few episodes of that. <laughs> yeah. But hold on. oh, he did he did twenty seven uh, things. But okay, Puffball. That's his most recent. I um, never saw that one. Samson I... and Delilah. Yeah, that was the made for TV movie. Heart of Darkness TV he... movie. Oh shit! That's right. He did do that, dude. With, that that with... has fucking Tim Roth as Marlowe. You know the basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, John Malkovich is Kurt. Yeah. Hey, have you seen 1986 Castaway? Yes, dude, that's a weird fucking movie. Yeah? Oliver Reed puts in a Oliver Reed is in it. Oliver Reed, he puts into the newspaper a special ad for a woman <laughs> to live with him on an island for yeah. a year. And really? I forgot about that one, dude. That's another Castaway yeah. movie, and it's you, called Castaway. You know, I love Oliver Reed because I he's drunk. Oh, he's, dude. <laughs> and have you noticed in his movies, he whispers for a while. Yeah. And then he'll blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used but, to do this. I go, I'm Oliver Reed. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> Just, <laughs> but, um, that, yeah. yeah. So that was Nicholas Rourke. I didn't see the one, but I guess Don't Look Now was the one that I had seen of him. That that often is one um, of... The, that, for me, is not one of my favorites, but I know it's critically like often said. I, I like Man Who Fell to Earth and Walkabout the most, and Eureka. Yeah. That, anyway, getting back to the main thing, uh, John Borman... Um, that's just a really cool thing. So here's what works for me is the editing. Another thing that I think is a great game to point blank that people should really like 
especially in action movies, like set up your bad guys. What I love is, didn't you think, ah, he's by the end gonna kill the dude who double-crossed him? No, it was in the first like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the movie about what happens if you get the dude yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Well, then there's a ladder of, ch- of a chain of command, yeah, and yeah. I love too what Carol O'Connor, who's basically like kind of like the the final, yeah, yeah, bad guy. Do you know what that kind of? I feel like that is. Hmm. It's kind of like, like at the at that time the hippies were like a thing. Like there's this countercultural yeah. thing going on, and while Lee Marvin. He doesn't dress like them, and he he's pretty clean cut, and he's able to sort of move in the straight world. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's subversive. He's yeah. he, He's moving up the 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 chain of command, and he's fucking the man. Yeah, you know, definitely so. And it's like you know, but the crazy part is they don't ever have his money, and they even seem to suggest like, dude, we don't even handle money. We're just worth <laughs> yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah. of shit. And I thought that was interesting. Oh, amazing because carol o'connor says like we don't i barely even have 11 dollars on me yeah, right yeah, now like yeah. we don't deal with cash yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you mean ninety three thousand? who told you that like you yeah. realize that the whole deal was fucked it was fucked from the beginning yeah. like there wasn't really not gonna be much anyway. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah do you know if there was any controversy with the content at the time that it was released or like you know it was the audience that it was intended for ate it up as i recall cared. it was actually a pretty good like this was the kind of momentum that gave him deliverance in the end like oh, like yeah. it like i think people kind of respond as i understand this got pretty good reviews and, and it and it was received as such like i paint i think people went like well this is a this is an interesting kind yeah, of hallucinatory yeah film noir but with an edge and it's got that gritty la thing to yeah, it as yeah. well but i love like a lot of action movies for me are messy because you don't establish the difference between your bad guys mm-hmm. what i loved about this is you had like squirrely kind of nervous bad guys you had like you know and also uh, everyone was in some way even though they're scumbags they were kind of reasonable they're like yeah. well, dude you're just <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah why yeah. are you coming after me we don't like we <laughs> yeah, don't have yeah. your money dude yeah, yeah, yeah. so like th- that aspect was funny also in in the mel gibson one. Oh yeah i'm gonna yeah. let you bar like, like like just watch it and you'll yeah. see like it's interesting but one of the interesting things about point blank is that at the end, and spoilers. Yes. We're the spoiler squad here. You yeah. Know? Like, we spoil everything. But, like, he moves up. He, he, Carol O'Connor gets killed, right? Yeah. He's kind of like your final guy yeah. who, who, but there is this other name. Yeah. There's Fairfax, a dude above says, yeah. him. And right. Doesn't Fairfax say to him, join me, right? Or something to right. that and effect. Who, right. And by the way, who is this dude? The very dude from the beginning. It's the fucking guy who met yeah. him on the boat in the first place who said, I want Walker. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's fucking weird is the top of the chain of command right. told Walker to kill all of my underlings until yeah. you get up to me. Is basically what we find out in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. And Walker doesn't say shit. And he's way up in, and again, we're back to Alcatraz. We begin and end this movie in Alcatraz. Yeah. And he slinks into the damn shadows. Yeah. And main bad guy just leaves the money right there next to the dead body of Carol O'Connor, who he arranged to have killed by his sniper. Yeah. By the way, that sniper character is very minor, but I really appreciate him because he's never getting paid. 
he does all this dirty work and he'll go to who he thinks is in charge and they're like, I, I don't have your money. So that's yeah. the funny thing too is that there's this side character, a Sniper, who actually does most of the killing in yeah. that movie. <laughs> and he, at the very end too, you see him kind of look at the money and he reaches for it and and uh, yeah. and Keenan yeah. Wynn, he did, the, the actor, he just goes, I'll leave it. And yeah. so he's like, and you kind of see the Sniper kind of like... Fucking yeah! How, yeah. When am I going to get paid? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the yeah. sniper, I mean, not that I would necessarily think that like Michael Mann was thinking of that when he did that scene in Heat. Yeah, but it was kind of like that scene in Heat where. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you remember where they're they're handing off money and then like yeah, dude. Val- you know, so yeah. cool. Dude. Yeah, I yeah, love, yeah, I love Heat by the but, way. And that's, again, yeah. that's why I think, uh, folks, you should check out or if you haven't already. Uh, this film just because it is that cool that that yeah. thing in popular culture that type of cool that type of pop right and know? and really good colors you can kind of see just kind of like how cool pul- pulpy poppy great yeah, shit yeah. to it and and uh i agree i think it's kind of like a precursor to that and and then hell in the pacific real briefly that's that's a good old tried but true thing having just minimal characters minimal dialogue great cinematography we were talking about how uh, Enemy Mine was kind of an updated right. version yeah, of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which which I can take or leave various... Uh, Enemy Mine in theory is really good, but I remember when I saw it, I, I was kind of frustrated with it. Oh, really? What, how old were you when you saw it? I, th- it was, I wasn't super young. I was more like 20 or 21. Oh, really? I Yeah, I was a kid. That was probably a better time to yeah, be watching I, that. I, Although I do remember feeling very like, "Oh no, Louis Gossett Jr. is dead <laughs> now." But then they, but he had this son that he asexually produced. Yeah. And made, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I know that there's. Got, I'm I'm blanking now. But well, in some ways, swept away is the romantic version yeah. of of Hell in the Pacific. Can I ask you a personal yeah. question? Oh shit! Okay. No, no, no. It's it's not nothing bad. <laughs> But where do you think that your your castaway romanticism came from? Ah, well, you know, I grew up in coastal California oh. throughout my whole damn life, whether I like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I liked it. I, I Where I grew up in Carmel, you could find these little coves that they say even like Robert Louis Stevenson got the inspiration to write Treasure Island. Yeah. I just, where I grew up, you could find yourself in little coves that because they're off the beaten path not too many people would visit right and as a boy i would go there and sort of imagine myself like oh what would it be like if i actually like spent four plus years on an island by myself yeah, and yeah, yeah. i would play my own sort of adventure games right um and then also and sorry to get real here folks but you know when my parents got divorced i sort of felt yeah like whoa i kind of was drift you know you feel yeah, kind of yeah. cast away when the yeah, family yeah. dynamic breaks apart yeah, so yeah. i remember it was right after that that i like latched onto sort of like the mythic image of robinson crusoe minus the slavery and the racism yeah. but you know the just the the solo person on the island and of course then branching into blue lagoon which i just got a little too obsessed with as a teenager yeah. it just seemed like the perfect story and yeah. i was like oh there's got to be, and and I think I was kind of, I'm always interested in sort of man going back to, man and woman going back to nature. It's yeah. a big, that's also, that movie Walkabout is great for that as well. Uh-huh. It's not on an island, it's in the Australian outback, but again, it's about, you know, especially like, quote unquote, civilized Western people. I yeah. like when sort of white people have sort of no choice but to kind of go back to 
the soil, the salt, yeah. and and kind back of back to the basics of nature. Basically, yeah, yeah. I just I, I love that kind of stuff. So it was kind of a combination of my actual environment yeah. and also sort of what I was psychologically yeah. connecting to yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question here, okay, friend? Okay, listen. Right. Let's yeah. say you were to program another Lee Marvin double feature. Oh shit! Could you? Yeah, I think so. You know what Dirty I would do? Dirty Dozen and what? And Cat Ballou. Oh, have yeah? to, you'd have to probably check out his yeah. Oscar performance. You know what I've never seen, though? What? And he's the title character. What? The man who shot Liberty Vance. Oh, I've seen that. He's Liberty Vance. Oh, that's right. I've seen that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta, that's, a really, that's a cool movie. That's I like a good that one. Movie. And then I've heard of this other one. What's the movie with Spencer Tracy? Is it called Black Diamond? Black Rock? I've heard of this movie, and it's apparently n- worth watching because it's an early Lee Marvin. Black film. Lightning. No, no, that, yeah, no. Just kidding. It, it, it's called. It's something like or Black Diamond Rock. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Bad Day at Black Rock. There it is. Yeah, by Preston Sturges. Oh shit. I think. Yeah. I I've never no, seen wait, much wait, wait, Sturges. No, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I don't think it's Preston Sturges. It's somebody else. John Sturges. John Sturge, One of the, yeah. the goddamn Sturges. But anyway, yes. so that would be... Do you know what my favorite part in uh, uh, Dirty Dozen is? When they ah. set mm-hmm. everybody on fire? I was like... Hey, oh, yeah, shit. You mean the, like, when they storm the kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the they end. just yeah. kind of like dump gasoline. And I was Dude, like, that has fuck, John pretty... Cassavetes as like the yeah. loudmouth of yeah, the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And Jim Brown yeah. is in it, and uh, fucking who else? There oh, was this Telly Zavalli. Who's that? Who's he's, that? He's who's the kind of he's kind of the rat of the group who starts to. Was he the molester guy? I mean, I mean the guy that is there a molester? Well, I mean, there was a guy that was kind of like a sex rapist. Guy. Oh, was he bald and kind of creepy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That was Telly's. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's who's Ernst Blofeld yeah, in yeah, the yeah. one Bond movie with that one Bond? Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I will get into my picks because that has something to do with Ooh, my shit, picks. Nice. But uh, one thing I wanted to do. Hmm. Okay, Alex. It is now a new century. Yes. And <laughs> they will one day remake. Uh, hell on the pacific okay yeah some and, kind of yeah. yeah updated thing and i feel like and i would like to think that this will be science fiction because mm-hmm. i hate the idea of america and iran i don't even want to say it out loud america and iran going to war that would be horrible yeah you know? no, just, no 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 just, we can... it, it would just be an awful thing but let's say yeah. that unfortunate thing happens they would make a movie about about that about an iranian guy and an american guy on an island okay <laughs> right. and we're fighting the right. war but in, but we would do it like they just want to be friends, but there's the language barrier. You know what I mean? So, like, you're the Lee Marvin part, and you're telling me, I, listen, I just want to be your friend, and I'm just saying, I just want to be your friend. But And I'm going to play it like Toshiro Mifun really loud, okay? <laughs> so, basically, okay. So, and- But, but... Iranian, yeah, but I'm, okay, I, yeah, in Farsi, okay. in Farsi. Well, I, excuse me, and I did not mean to say that as a language. I do know that the language is Farsi. I was talking about that's nationality, Iranian, Iranian. man. That's, yeah, yeah. that's you know. But so basically, <laughs> I would never say speak so, Persian yeah, to me. Yeah, so yeah. basically, the the basic <laughs> scene is oh, I'm God. I'm telling you. I want, hey man, I want to be your friend. Why aren't you? Why are you yelling at me? Right, and you, you okay? Okay, so, okay, cool. All right, and look, s- scene. Look, we're not we're not getting anywhere here arguing. I'm trying to be your friend. Oh, man, me khom dusit bashan. Look, you can't stop yelling at me. Oh, man, me khom dusit bashan. Listen, you need to calm down. We got to put our minds together, make a raft, get off this island. If you quit yammering at me. Raft? 
رفت چی میگی؟ من میخوام با تلویزیون تماشا کنم. That is real. That's what I'm saying. Raft, Raft. Why are you? Why don't you get along with why me? Why are I'm... you? چی میگی؟ Okay, well now you're just you're just mimicking me. I'm I'm trying to look. I the, here's what we have to do. You need to get those lashings and you need to get those bamboo and we have to make this raft. You get it? R A F T. Do you even have a god? G O D. I get it. Okay, and action oh, okay. and scene. That's enough. I had enough of that. But yeah, yeah, no, but but that will never happen. But uh, right. Hollywood, if you're listening, I hate you, by the way. But also, uh, when you want to remake everything because you guys are clearly out of ideas, just hit me right. up and we're going to do Hell on the Pacific. Um, Alex. Yes. There are a few. Uh, do you want to wrap up the Lee Marvin double feature? Uh, no, I think we talk? said it. That was it? Okay, cool. Do you have any picks? Yeah, you know what? Uh, um... Here's another one from the 60s that's fun. And maybe you saw it as a kid. Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Such a kid. fun yeah, dude. Yeah. And I, yes, Harry all the kids today, it looks fake. Maybe not. Maybe actually uh, the beautiful thing about being a child is you often just kind of take what you're seeing. Yeah, and yeah, go, wow. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Ray Harryhausen. Yeah. That's, I think, kind of his, I know he did some before that, but I think that's like a big, like, whoa, with yeah. the skeleton army and the hydra. And, and yeah. of course, that big. Uh, Iron Giant. Yeah, thing, you know? that's just and so fun, so cool, yeah. dude. And uh, of course, in that same realm, you have the Sinbad movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, Golden Voyage, The Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, and of course, a personal favorite is Clash of the Titans, the original one. Oh, Don't yeah. fucking lose your minds, people. They're like, oh, you mean the one from <laughs> Five? No, yeah, not yeah. the one from Five. I'm talking about the original fuckers. Question about Lawrence that. Olivier. Was there one from the 80s as well? Well, that is. It's from 81. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. from like the early, early 80s, yeah. but it doesn't have that feel to it. Yeah, it has yeah. more of a 70s those, feel. Those Harryhausen and like, you know, Godzilla and stuff, you show yeah. certain young kids, they don't know to, They don't know it's a special effect. They're pretty convinced. Yeah, but, you know what I like, mean? Well, dude, we knew it. I yeah, mean, yeah. technically, our target audience when we were little kids, like, they, someone could be like, well, why are you watching this from the 60s? You're from yeah, a kid in the 90s. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, it doesn't matter, dude. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah. Any other picks? Uh, well, I know I keep... The last two <laughs> podcasts I kept talking about this, but dude, Twin folks, Peaks. you got to do Twin Peaks. I'm sorry. And I know it's some for some of you, it's going to be a slog to get through seasons one and two, and you're going to be there going, well, why is this like a... This? Yeah. Let go. Know that the first two seasons existed in the 90s, so there's going to be some shit there. Everything yeah. from how people look to how they sound to how the pacing of the show goes you're yeah. gonna be if, if you aren't into that 90s thing you maybe won't get into it but i'm telling you folks this newer version yeah that david lynch had total directorial control over for 18 straight episodes yeah it's some of the finest television ever because it's so unconventional and it's like what he's done with Twin Peaks is it's almost like he's done the Lord of the Lord of the Rings version of what was otherwise the Hobbit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. I will join the cult eventually, this Twin yeah. Peaks cult that you keep you and Jesse keep ranting and raving about. Know. But you know, I will join eventually. Yeah. Anything else? Uh and then last but not least. Uh nope, that's it for now. Okay. I have two picks. Hmm. One is a movie that I saw recently, The Honeymoon Killers. The Honeymoon Killers? Okay, okay, okay. listen to this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Criterion put it out. That's how I found it. Uh, it was at the library. I, I just, you know, randomly, I just wanted to choose something really quickly just to watch for that night. It was mm -hmm. like a Monday night. Nothing special was happening. Mm -hmm. 
This was based on a true story, okay? And they made another movie about it in the 90s called Deep Crimson, Deep Crimson or something like that. Um, mm. And this movie was made in the 60s and the actual case that it's based on was from the 40s, okay? okay. And there was a guy that basically would answer these Lonely Hearts ads, which I guess was a thing back in the day. Right. I, I know, you know, like dating apps and stuff like that. It was basically the dating app of the day or whatever. Right. And he would answer these of, of like old women that had money. Uh-huh. And then he would sort of like, you know, swindle them for his money, for their money. And right. then he met this sort of overweight nurse that was kind of like unhappy and uh-huh. stuff. And then they sort of like started a romance and then they would pose as brother and sister and then <laughs> go and uh, swindle these old women for money. And then it sort of led to murder and stuff like that. And then this Damn. is based on like a true story. And then the thing is, um, the guy that plays the, the, the guy, yeah, he was in French Connection, the French Connection. Oh, is he? Is this a French movie? No, oh, this was okay. like it, at the time it was it was very independent for for okay, the time. Yeah, like sure. it was like is this an 000. American film? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, who is he in the French Connection? I know that movie very well. Um, I, I will look it up. But his name in this movie was uh, Fernandez. Oh, um, dude, uh, was he uh, Fernando Ray? No, 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 no. no, no, no is mind. Fernando Ray the guy that well, he's uh, the he's that he's, does this? Yeah, he does hand. the wave and the window. No, no, yeah, not yeah. that dude. But uh, is he Paul. one of the baddies? Yeah. Is he Tratagnon? This the guy? this cat. Hold on, hold on. This guy. Tratagnon? T- Tony LaBianco. Oh. oh wait, let me can I see his You know this guy? I've seen him in like a million things. Yes, dude. He plays uh Sal Boca in yeah, fucking, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. French Connection. He played yeah, dude. And then the funny thing is, like, it's one of the funniest like performances I've seen because he's like a balding guy and like he wears a <laughs> wig and like and then their relationship is so bizarre and kind of gross but fascinating yeah. and stuff it's, it's, a, it's a really good dude i've good, never heard of this yeah. you said you said it's from the 60s or 70s uh 60s like you know like late 60s okay you know but then also one little pick that i have my mm. my dp recommended this have you heard it's a music video oh, but the okay. music video is I, i'll show it to you eventually like it's for that song Genghis Khan. You know that song? Uh, I get a little bit Genghis Khan. Don't want you to get it on with nobody. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do that to you. But listen, listen, listen yes. to this music video. I okay, think it's yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the and it's like very like, you know, pretty liberal on the at, uh, for for this, you know, time. You know, so- Genghis Khan yeah. raping and murdering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the 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 basic music video concept is it's like a spoof of James Bond, right? Yeah. And it's like the guy that's Blofeld and the guy that's James Bond. And then they <laughs> fall in love and they start dancing together and wow. they, they like have a domestic life. There I thought it was go. really funny because I've just been watching. Dude, I, I, I would just watch saw... that Bond movie, by the way. Yeah. I, totally. I think that's very progressive and cool. You know, like that's that's interesting. And, I, and you know? it should be the last Bond film ever. It just yeah, ends yeah. with Bond going, I just realized I'm gay this whole time. Like that's that a great note. It would that's, be amazing yeah. if they end the whole franchise. Hey man, and like nope, we're done. He's we're a, done. Yeah, and just piss off so many people. Yeah, yes, irritate like a lot of like you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. just yeah, the haters. I think anyway. that's a great. That's a great 
way to end the Bond to franchise. Just, and he just is like, I've been a misogynist, you know, because I was overcompensating. Wait a minute, Alex, my- you're right. You, you Like, he could be like, yeah, that's why I was going around, like, killing so many people. Yeah, I was just aggressive. I, I just was like, couldn't. I was I, gay, and I just couldn't take it. I couldn't it. accept it. That's why yeah. I had to fuck every woman I met oh my just God. to prove to myself that I'm not gay. Yeah. When, in fact, Ernst... Put the cat down. Yeah, yeah. And come join me. And then, okay, one last thing about this, because I, I think this is a really good idea. We would, because we're Hollywood players, Alex. We would be in it. In we on would the put, scene. Yeah, we would yeah. put ourselves in it, like, as is, like, we'd be, like, two therapists that, like, work with him and stuff. Uh-huh. And then we'd be like, dude, James, do you understand what this means? Like, all these, like, this killing and this womanizing? Dude, you're fucking game. Yeah, like you're like just embrace it, bro. Yeah. It's the fight. It's 2018. It's not a problem. Like it really is okay. Just like be cool with yourself, yeah. James. And is we, that even your name, yeah. James Bond? And do you know who? He's like, no, have, it's we, Larry Bond. Yeah, yeah. And, and do you know who the James Bond would be? It wouldn't be Daniel Craig, like because no, by no, that no. time it would be Justin Bieber. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Learn the accent. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, where can the good people find you? At Castaway Clown. On Twitter, of course. And follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasrud. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasrud. Email me at Nasrudpodcast at gmail.com. And visit me at Nasrud.com for all of your Nasrud needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes. And leave me a beautiful review. And buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, you tough guy, Lee Marvin. Interdimensional Alex is such a great guy, friend. <laughs>